and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne. Thank you for joining us for another episode of this podcast. Today's podcast brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less, helping to make cryptocurrency mainstream. Let's dive right in with a market update. Looks like we've seen a little bit of recovery from the crash. Bitcoin up almost 5% right now. Many altcoins up anywhere from 7 to plus 10%. Still not recovered completely from the dip the other day, but a nice bounce. Is this sign of a recovery or, or is this just a small bounce before we have more downside? Only time will tell. So looking at it right now, we've witnessed the last few days what we call an altpocalypse. That is the altcoins have just taken a pounding. Many altcoins hitting their nine to 12 month low. Uh, but, you know, basically we're just looking and seeing what is going to happen at this point. If you're holding any altcoin, you know, I've got some that I've held through this that are just, that have just bottomed out. But what you really want to do is make sure you reevaluate what's going on with that cryptocurrency, what's going on with that particular technology. And is it essential that you hold that? Is it something that will have a real real world use case because I think as this supposed bubble pops and this last spike in cryptocurrency, what we're going to see is sp price speculation drove the last run up. And you can't just base an investment off of just price speculation. There's got to be some underlying technologies that make sense. So what you want to do is make sure that what you're holding has a real world use case because that's what we're going to see the ones that are going to thrive, I believe, in the next run up. So best way to describe 2018 so far has been by the dip. You know, it's, it's a trader strategy. You hear people say when things dip, you buy the dip. Well, that's been the entire year of 2018. So hoping for some upside soon. But that is where we stand right now. And, and while I'm on that topic, I'm going to jump into crypto education first. I normally jump into the news updates and then do crypto education at the end but I want to talk about buying the dip. And what does that really mean? Now, that's just something, you know, uneducated people will say every time uh, an investment option dips, but what you want to focus on is what is your average cost basis when, you in, when you're investing in certain things, and in this case, investing in cryptocurrency. You know, if, if you bought a, you know, cryptocurrency that you believe in at a certain price and it dips, say 10%, you want to buy as much as you can into that because it only needs to recover about halfway for you to be back into profit because every time you buy as it goes lower, you're lowering your average cost basis. So what that does is when that asset, when that cryptocurrency recovers, you're going to be back in the profit sooner than if you just bought at the top and then it dipped and bottomed out and you just got to wait for it to get all the way back above your initial entry point. Some people do that based on dips. Other people I know do that based on Every so often, they have a set time where they're going to buy a certain cryptocurrency, no matter what the price is. Over time, that averages their cost basis. No matter what the cryptocurrency is doing, going up, going down, they are averaging out their cost basis, and it leads to more profitable investments over time. Uh, so let's take a look at the news. So what's first up in the news today, Square Cash. Square opens Bitcoin buying and selling in all 50 states. So Square, who added Bitcoin purchase and sale functionality to its payments app in late 2017, it's slowly been rolling this out. A simple mo mobile user interface made available to users in select states before the payment company acquired a bit license from New York Department of Financial Services and added support in New York State in June. 
now rolling out to all 50 states. This, this was announced yesterday. Many Twitter users were posting about the same thing. So next in news, why the cryptocurrency bubble is reminiscent of holding Amazon stock. Now, I've used this comparison quite often. Remember back in 2001, the dot-com bubble burst, which Amazon saw their stock go from well over $100 to less than $6. So lost over 90% of its value overnight. Many people jumped ship. Many people got out. But if you look at what's happened in that, it's been huge, right? Amazon today, you, you wish you would have been holding that stock whether you bought it back then at $100 or you bought it at $6 or anywhere in between, you would have wished you would have held on to that. But it takes vision, takes insight, and you really have to look at where the company was going. Many companies in that dot-com bubble did not make it, make it, but what emerged was excellent technology that is thriving today. You see in the likes of Amazon, Microsoft, Intel, Apple, all these companies have emerged, and that is what we're looking at right now in cryptocurrency over a thousand, thousands and thousands of cryptocurrencies out there. Many of them will not make it. Just like the dot-com bubble burst shook out a lot of the, the non-contenders, same thing's gonna happen here. But what's gonna emerge is gonna be underlying technology that's gonna be huge. So um, when you look at a quote I was reading, it says, new technologies that shift the paradigm take a long time to really understand. I think what we saw in crypto is we saw this massive run-up where everyone got FOMO. As I mentioned before, FOMO is fear of missing out. And what is caused is a speculative bubble. But all of that capital is now getting deployed into building real businesses that serve a real purpose. So you look at that, patient investors are gonna be richly rewarded. Those that panic and sell and get out now because their portfolio is down 50, 60, 75, 85% right now, they're not gonna realize these gains down the road. So uh, just hold on and be patient. Uh, next up, so next in the news, Ethereum co-founder and consensus CEO Joseph Lubin said in an interview with Bloomberg yesterday that he does not see the recent cryptocurrency price collapse as a constraint to further growth. He added, if you look at close scrutiny on those peaks, they look like pimples on a chart now, talking about past crashes, now looking, looking back. He said that each bubble, such as the current one, has brought a significant burst of activity. He also stated, we build more fundamental infrastructure, we see a correction, and the potential gets even more impressive. I absolutely expect that there's a strong correlation between the rise in price and the growth of fundamental infrastructure in the ecosystem and the growth of development in the ecosystem. We are probably two orders of magnitude bigger as a developer community than we were eight to 10 months ago. Big things happen, as I mentioned before, don't let it fool you. So quick update, mentioned the other day, High Times had announced that they were gonna accept Bitcoin in their initial public offering, one of the first companies to say they were gonna, they were gonna accept cryptocurrency as an investment option into a traditional stock IPO offering. Today, they changed their mind. High Times, which is a media and publication company, uh, is basically now saying that they have spoke too soon and they will not be accepting Bitcoin during this initial public offering. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. All right, so moving along so playboy is in the news and cryptocurrency now you might say what does playboy and cryptocurrency have to do in common you behave. <laughs> all right so basically playboy is suing a cryptocurrency company for breach of contract so playboy enterprises is suing cryptocurrency company global blockchain technologies on allegations of fraud and breach of contract basically gbt global blockchain technology is supposed to develop a cryptocurrency to, that was going to be rolled out 
and a wallet first on Playboy TV and then expanding to the other media channels that Playboy manages, allowing people to pay for content, pay for, um, pay for votes on, you know, on the different platforms that Playboy manages. And now they, I guess things weren't moving fast enough. So they are now suing GBT. Uh, let's see next up. So just, this is just an example of what happens you know, we mentioned what happens when traditional government fiat currencies fail and what's gonna, what is that going to happen? What is that going to mean for cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and other cryptocurrencies in general? Well, let's take a look at what's going on in Turkey. So trading volume on Turkish cryptocurrency exchanges has soared over the last 24 hours. Citizens have sought refuge from the weakened Lyra. So Lyra is Turkey's government-issued currency. So Turkey's national currency has faced a torrid time on a day when President accused the U.S. of trying to stab it in the back. Trade volume on exchange of BTC Turk is up 350% in the last 24 hours. The Turkish Lara plunged to record lows against the U.S. dollar as tensions between the stricken nation and Western counterparts ramped up. So what does this mean? So a lot of people are seeing the value and what's in cryptocurrency, and they're getting out of the government-issued currency because you're seeing the value of it go down, which happens, which means inflation, so it takes a lot more of their currency just to buy your everyday staples. You know, groceries we've seen in countries where, countries like Zimbabwe and Venezuela, where you can have a trillion dollars and it doesn't mean anything because you still can't buy anything. It has lost its value and faith in that currency is gone. Cryptocurrency helps solve that issue. And that is what's going, you know, that's what's going on in Turkey. So just keep an eye on that situation as it unfolds. Uh, so next up, Bitcoin is stupid. All right, that's not my words. That's a personal finance author, Peter Adeney, who wrote a blog under the pseudonym of Mr. Money Mustache. A while back, had, had laid out an, an article called Why Bitcoin is Stupid. He laid out a vicious takedown of the cryptocurrency craze and warned readers of his personal finance blog against investing in Bitcoin. He said, government issues currencies have value because they represent human trust and cooperation. There's no wealth and no trade without these two things, so you might as well go all in and trust people. Uh, there are no financial instruments that will protect you from a world where we no longer trust each other. So why am I bringing this up now if this is old news? Well, he was in the news yesterday basically tweeting that uh, his that Capital One arbitrarily froze his bank account, which was holding several thousand, hundred thousand dollars earmarked for a real estate transaction. He tweeted that he was looking to buy a house. And all of a sudden, all of his assets were frozen and he couldn't get any answers as to why. So the irony, someone calling Bitcoin stupid, is now starting to see what the benefit of cryptocurrency is. Uh, all right. So that is it for the news today. Thank you for joining us from No Crypto to No Crypto. These news articles that we mentioned today are posted on our Facebook page under the same name from No Crypto to No Crypto. We also have a beginner's guide for sale on Amazon available in paperback and ebook under the same name as well from no crypto to no crypto, a beginner's guide to cryptocurrency. So thank you all for listening today until the next episode.